All right. Welcome to Storyline 16 of our Faith and Work uh, Bible. And it, today's title is Israel's Rebellion Leads to Exile. I'm going to go ahead and read from 2 Kings chapter 17 to give you an, an idea of what was going on then. Here it goes. In the twelfth year of Ahaz, king of Judah, Hoshea, son of Elah, became king of Israel and Samaria and reigned nine years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, but not like the kings of Israel who preceded him. Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up to attack Hoshea, who had been Shalmaneser's vassal and had paid him tribute. But the king of Assyria discovered that Hoshea was a traitor, for he had sent envoys to So, king of Egypt, and he no longer paid tribute to the king of Assyria, Assyria as he had done year by year. Therefore Shalmaneser seized him and put him in prison. The king of Assyria invaded the entire land and marched against Samaria and laid siege to it for three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria captured Samaria and deported the Israelites to Assyria. He settled them in Hala, in Gozan, on the Habor River, and in the towns of the Medes. All this took place because the Israelites had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them up out of Egypt from under the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. They worshipped other gods and followed the practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before them, as well as practices that the kings of Israel had introduced. The Israelites secretly did things against the Lord their God that were not right. From watchtower to fortified city, they built themselves high places in all their towns. They set up sacred stones and asherah poles on every high hill and under every spreading tree. At every high place, they burned incense, as the nations from the Lord had driven out before them had done. They did wicked things that aroused the Lord's anger. They worshipped idols, though the Lord had said, You shall not do this. The Lord warned Israel and Judah through all his prophets and seers, Turn from your evil ways. Observe my commands and decrees in accordance with the entire law that I commanded your ancestors to obey and that I delivered to you through my servants, the prophets. But they would not listen, and they were as stiff-necked as their ancestors who did not trust in the Lord their God. They rejected his decrees and the covenant he had made with their ancestors and the statutes he had warned them to keep. They followed worthless idols and themselves became worthless. They imitated the nations around them, although the Lord had ordered them, do not do as they do. They forsook all the commands of the Lord their God and made for themselves two idols cast in the shape of calves and an Asherah pole. They bowed down to all the starry hosts and they worshipped Baal. They sacrificed their sons and daughters in the fire. They practiced divination and sought omens and sold themselves to do evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. So the Lord was very angry with Israel and removed them from his presence. Only the tribe of Judah was left, and even Judah did not keep the commands of the Lord their God. They followed the practices Israel had introduced. Therefore the Lord rejected all the people of Israel. He afflicted them and gave them into the hands of plunderers until he thrust them from his presence. And so that's verses 1 through 20 in chapter 17, and I'll go ahead and read the short devotional too. Instead of serving and leading the Israelites to worship, to, to worship the true and living God. The northern kings worshipped idols and did evil in the eyes of the Lord. 
They entered into foreign alliances, placing their trust in other empires instead of in God. These alliances ultimately failed, leading to the most traumatic and devastating political events in Israel's history. The Assyrian Empire, under the rule of King Tiglath-Pileser, ruthlessly invaded Israel, conducting horrific and bloody military sieges. The brutal Assyrians deported the Israelites in order to suppress revolts and spread misery. This exile was the inevitable consequence of Israel's violation of its covenant with God and its quest to be like the neighboring nations. Despite God's pleas and warnings to turn away from evil, the Israelites repeatedly and deliberately pursued paths counter to God's will for them. Well, seems pretty simple, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, if God tells you to do something, you should probably do it, or it's not going to go well for you. That's kind of the sentiment I got from reading the devotional and reading that bit of Second Kings chapter 17. But the Israelites didn't really learn that lesson very well over the decades and the long time that they spent uh, struggling with obedience. Kind of makes me wonder a little bit why that happened. I mean, were any of these kings trying to do what was right? I mean, how did they even define what was right back then? The, the The laws that God gave them to keep... They obviously didn't believe those were right, or or maybe they were just too influenced by the culture, by others who had a different upbringing, who believed in different gods, who had crazy practices of sacrificing their own children and just very different types of things. It just makes me think today, you know, why don't many of us follow God today? And a few reasons jump out at me. I mean, one one is that lots of people today, probably just like back then, don't believe in the God of the Bible. Because they believe other stories to be true. And, and then I think there are a lot of people that are just more or less governed by their own desires, their pursuit of their own pleasures. You know, when given an opportunity to serve someone else or to serve God, they instead choose to serve themselves. And and maybe there's just another group of people out there that they want to serve God, but they they just can't zero in on exactly how they should be doing that for whatever reason. I was having a great conversation with my daughter yesterday after reading some of the harsher stories in the Old Testament where God's judgment was swift and, and, you know, allowed certain people to be destroyed, punished. And, and that, I'll admit, that kind of stuff in the Old Testament is a little bit harder to understand. It's so brutal. God's judgment in the Old Testament was not always the merciful, loving God that we hear more about in the New Testament. However, God was merciful in the Old Testament at times, too. He provided a lot of grace at times for his people so that they could once again prosper. But in in all the reading that I've done um, in the Bible, it's, it's clear to me that sometimes there are just certain things that are hard to understand. God knows things that we 
maybe can't understand very well sometimes. But I do think it is possible for us to understand what he wants us to do. I think it takes effort. I think it takes energy. I think it takes patience and a willingness to get outside of ourselves a little bit and think beyond, you know, only what we might want for ourselves. We have to think a little bit about what what do we want for others around us? What do we want for the people we work with, for our family members or friends or just people we run into on the street? I do think if we pursue God, he will direct us in what he wants us to do, how he wants us to treat others, how he wants us to define and do what is right. He will give that to us and direct direct us in that path. I, I do believe that to be true. So as we read the Bible, um, I'm reminded just to think in those terms. God, what are you, what are you trying to teach me through this? What are you trying to let me know that I should be doing? What actions should I be taking? So hopefully that's good to think about today. I'll go ahead and go into prayer for us. Lord, thank you for um, these stories in the Old Testament. Sometimes they're, they're kind of difficult to follow or difficult to understand exactly what was going on back then, why people struggled so hard to you know, when they were presented with with your word and your um, instruction, why they went away from it so easily. And, and help us to understand, Lord, what, what we need to know from that. Certainly it's possible for us to easily go away from you and pursue our own uh, selfish desires. Help us to remember that it's it's you it's our pursuit of you that ultimately leads to the, the greatest, most fulfilling life we could possibly have and um, the most peace beyond our understanding. Help us to remember that pursuing you is the key to that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.